Hi, everyone. This is Chelsea Lee, Trescott breakup coach and podcast host of Thank You Heartbreak. And this is episode 70. This is day eight, question eight. If you hear some noise in the background, this is why I don't like to record during the day. There's so much construction. My dog just sneezed. Going on around me, it's it's chaos over here. But I'm going to try to keep this one short. I actually don't have a lot of time. I'm working on a show today. It's a 90s show. It takes place in the 90s. So you can only imagine what the outfits look like and how excited I am to be in them. I'm a little nervous though. Tomorrow is a big event and I'm going to be speaking in it. And to be honest, so much has been going on that I haven't prepared what I'm going to say. So I'm panicking just a little. I got to just get right into this question and get the show on the road and breathe. I got to breathe today. I got to breathe. Day eight, date, February 8th, 2019. Today, I want to feel excited. You may have just heard that I wanted to breathe, but when I was taking my shower this morning, that was really the thought that I want to be excited about the work that I'm doing today. So I know that I'm going to be on set. It's supposed to be going to be a really late night. I don't know what that means. Again, it makes me nervous because I have a speech to write tomorrow and just the whole shebang. Um, but while I'm there, I want to feel excited and pumped about being able to be in a show and just being able to be dressed in that whole vibe. You know, maybe something that I'll talk about in my talk tomorrow is just how much background acting has carried my spirit after my breakup. It was really the thing that I had that I could fall into. Different than the podcast, because the podcast, though I get to speak to people, so many people each week in order to interview them. With the background acting, it's a ton of people and it's in person. And it really reminds me of connections I had while I was in high school. And that in going to college that I lost, and I think so much of me kind of lost myself in that split. What I mean is that I never realized how much I fed off of the energy of a crowd. You know, I really work on my own. So it's sometimes been lost to me. And I think that has been an element that's been missing as I've come into adulthood is how much I gained camaraderie and happiness and purpose and just the feel-good vibes from being in a crowd, from being around people that I knew, that knew my face, and I just fed off of that energy. So background acting really reminds me of that. I love going into a room and seeing people that I know that I've worked with before, but then also knowing that these are all people sometimes that I don't know, and how can I get as close to them as possible within all the hours that we have together. And so it has been so good for my spirit. It's been so good for my spirit. And I'm so happy that I brought this income source into my life and have kept with it, have kept going. Um, it's also really nice. And I think it's important after a breakup to have direction, right? So especially, um, if you don't have a typical nine to five, it could feel like your energy is determining everything. And it can be really easy then to be directionless because you feel so depleted. Background acting really helped me because it made me have to go somewhere. 
someplace outside of my own space. And I think what's been kind of nice as opposed to maybe a regular nine to five is that maybe with that, you can fall into like the routine kind of like, you know, autopilot, especially when you're feeling down about life and and love and where you're at, you can really fall into autopilot. Well, background acting really doesn't allow you to do that because it changes with each show that you're on and you don't find out the details of what you're doing until usually like 12 o'clock midnight before. So there's not a lot of time to overthink it and you're just off to the races. And I think that at least for my personality, it's been good to have that because I really don't have that in other aspects of my life. So that's why I want to remain excited and to keep this all in perspective. Day eight's question is, what are three steps you took while in your relationship that demonstrated your investment in it? What step did you shy away from? (laughs) When I read this question, I think about how great would it be if I sat around with my friends and asked these questions rather than letting each other rattle off about just stories and dramas over and over about relationships and kind of like the rehashing of the same thing. It's like when I read this question, I really wish I knew other people's answer to this. Yesterday, I spoke about how much I realized we're all very different. And so this is such an example where I'd love other people's input about steps that they took that in their mind demonstrated investment and what step they shied away from. Part of this is I feel like I'm kind of, I don't know if it's something to be kind of a little bit put off by, but I'm kind of coming up blank. And I don't know, it shows you that like, how deeply do you really analyze and think about your relationships? And how much are your relationships ultimately on autopilot? Or it's something you just expect of yourself is to demonstrate investment. What are really ways that I didn't demonstrate investment? So I'm going to try to think of them off the top of my head. And again, keep this episode short. So I encourage you to think about yourself as I answer them. Three steps I took while in the relationship that demonstrated my investment in it. Um, I think obviously the children. So it wasn't just about being open, you know, armed with them and uh, realizing that my relationship with my ex was really a relationship with three people. But it was also just the small gestures that I feel like I did over time. I, even from day one, when I went to meet them, I bought them gifts. So I bought them each bedding sets. And I really tried to think about their personalities and what they wanted, which was really outside of my frame of knowledge. Even I remember one of them was the frozen uh, character and I didn't know anything about frozen. So I tried to, and I'm not great at this is really to think about a gift for someone else, not what my taste is. And then along the time that we were together, you know, I tried to do you know, small things, uh, bath bombs, uh, jewelry, little things that would make them each feel special. Or when we were out at stores, I would buy them clothing, uh, even cards. I remember writing them cards. And so for me, that was something big personally for myself because one, I'm really shy away. I, I become really shy with gift giving. But then on top of that, to realize that you're not just doing this for the man that you're with. You're not just giving to the man that you're with, and but really going out on your own without asking to give to, to other people and really think about them and what they would like. And I loved that aspect. And I think that in a way, my investment in it was, 
you know, that I, I wasn't trying to be so tight with my money. And I've been that way, I've, you know, in, in many senses, I, I'm not, but in many other senses, I've had to be frugal in order to exist here in New York, especially taking the risks that I'm taking in a career that I'm taking and uh, living where I live. So I think it was really nice for me to see that I was investing in the children, also in memories. So I remember something was that I'm not someone that automatically thinks to go outside and play. And I remember being with the kids and just seeing us inside of the house and feeling like, okay, I knew my boyfriend was doing something that he wanted to do inside of the house, you know, whether it was like folding laundry, watching a hockey game, being on the phone for business. And I thought instead of staying in the house, it just seemed so obvious. It's like I reverted back to my childhood that these things inside here, you know, just watching TV or something are not going to feel like memories. Ultimately, our mind really won't go back to that place. They will all kind of bleed in together. What can I do on the outside? And I remember just taking that initiative, not really asking for permission, not asking for him to join in, but taking us out and taking us places. Um, just even like a walk through the neighborhood with the dog and winding our way around the neighborhood and stopping to look at the small things. It was so fun. Now that I'm talking about all these things, I'm thinking about others. I remember going uh, to his soccer practice and playing for hours with the kids on the soccer fields and having them on my back and running around, like literally running laps. Again, not something that I do at all. And it was so incredible to see myself doing that. I don't know if it's always obvious for someone else from the outside that someone is doing something that they don't typically do and and what that means and also not even what it means, but what it feels like for them. And so that was just utter joy. Part of the investment that I was making was pure presence, really leaving behind uh, an attachment to my other world and really trying to absorb the experiences that I was in. Uh, other steps that I took while in the relationship to demonstrate my investment in it. Mm. What comes to mind is that I always answered a ringing phone. And for me, you know, there's times in my life where I felt like, oh my God, if I'm asleep and he's already up, I don't want to answer the phone because it'll be obvious that I've been sleeping and I'm ashamed of that. But I let those things go because I remember the excitement that was waiting for me on the other end. And it was almost like this unspoken promise that we had to each other that we weren't together. So how could we be there for each other? So that was an investment that I demonstrated was always answering the phone for the most part. And really honoring like what was on the other side. So often it was the kids on the other side. And so even if I wasn't feeling up for it in a certain sense, being up for it, so quickly shifting from whatever I was feeling and trying to feel for them or show up for them. Other steps I took that demonstrated my investment in the relationship, so this will be the third one, is I think that I honored my um, ex's relationship with his ex, the children's mom. I think that I really tried to be as respectful as possible, especially when we're all meeting together or the kids were around. And I think I had some good boundaries. I was always a little bit sensitive to the fact of what she might feel because the kids were with me. 
And at the same time, though, I tried to follow the children's lead and follow the other adults in the room's lead. That said, there were times where she reached out to me in what felt like at the time kind of a hostile or nosy manner. And I remember feeling like I also had a really clear boundary and I was really on my boyfriend's side. I wasn't going to cross a line and give out information. I wasn't going to indulge in the drama that was between them and listening to it and catering to it and being another ear in it. There was a firm boundary that I had and I felt like I really had my boyfriend's back at the time. And that was a bit different for me that I would just have such a clear boundary around our relationship and that I wouldn't cave to the camaraderie or the drama or what I felt like might make me look good or team up with her. I thought about us. So those are my three steps of investment. What step did I shy away from? A step I shied away from, um, maybe I'll give three of them. I think at a certain point I shied away from going to where he lived. I've never been good at this in long distance relationships. I've always kind of been about where I live. Um, and I'm not congratulating myself for that sort of behavior. But yeah, I, I really, you know, the dream for me was for them to be where I was. So I think I was stubborn in the fact at a certain point of having them come to me more or having us go somewhere else rather than going to where they lived. And I'm not sure that was right. And it definitely was me shying away from an investment. I felt like if I went to where he lived more, that it would be, uh, prolonging or adding to this fantasy that I was ever going to move there. And I thought it would be harder for, um, him in the end if I was so involved in that life. I don't know. At a certain point, I just, I didn't want to put myself in the position of really acknowledging where he lived and where I was not going to live. And, the difference and the feelings and creating so many memories in a place that I was very clear from the beginning that I was not going to move to. So that might not make sense to other people. That might seem cruel, um, stubborn, but I'm not saying it was kind of me. Uh, but that is something that for sure, looking back, and I felt it at the time was a clear uh, a clear example of me not being invested in us. Another step I shied away from is, you know, I was better at it than other relationships, but I hid it from my dad to a degree. I mean, I remember blocking him from seeing posts of us. Uh, I didn't bring him up at a certain point, and that was not something I wanted to do, but it was something that because of my dad's reaction to my relationship and knowing my dad in the past about my relationships, I was one, trying to protect the relationship. I was trying to just be in the relationship and not be influenced, but... Um, you know, of course I want my family involved in my relationship and looking back, it's something that I love about what I had with my ex. I love that I was close to his parents. I love that he let that happen so easily. And I really look back and I think about how one thing that I lost when you, when you break up with someone is you lose what you had with the family members. And again, 
it's not always obvious maybe how much someone is enjoying something on the outside. But for me, I really, really enjoyed more than probably imaginable the time that I had with his mom. And also just the idea of meeting his other family members, his stepsister and his dad. And those were things that I really looked forward to. And for me, it's like, that's where I invest my heart. Uh, so I wasn't able to do that as comfortably with my parents and him, though we definitely tried and he did a fantastic job of showing up without feeling threatened because uh, when my when my parents' dad really puts up the defenses, it's, it's hard to break. Um, and he really did a good job, but I definitely hid my relationship more than I would ever want to. And another step I shied away from, and I've only thought of this just now, is that I didn't try to reach out on my own to his friends. And I kind of think now, like, that's something I wish I had done. I wish I had tried to establish relationships with his friends. If I really saw a future with him, it makes sense to me now that I would have wanted them to be in my worlds. And that didn't happen. Though when I was in person, I I really was involved and interested. I wish I'd done that like through social media. So I wish looking back, I think I shied away from really stepping into his world fully. So the quote of the day is by Beverly Sills. There are no shortcuts to any place worth going. There are no shortcuts to any place worth going. What I have said before is the only way to shortcut a dream is to begin right away. The only shortcut to healing is to begin now. So there are no shortcuts to any place worth going. And I think I paired that with this question, what are three steps you took while in your relationship that demonstrated your investment in it? What step did you shy away from? Because you have to take the steps in your relationship. You know, we all want to go from meeting someone to marrying them or knowing that those commitments are going to be made, but steps have to be earned. You have to earn. We don't earn things as much anymore. Demonstrating investment, taking steps that you feel like you would naturally shy away from. That's how you invest your heart. That's how you invest in a worthwhile relationship. And that's how you take it to the extra level. As you said, me heard before in this challenge, what has come up is if I could do it all over again, what would I do now? And it's that I would have loved more. I would have loved in different ways and other ways. I would have paid more attention and I would have drawn more attention to him. So that is also a way of demonstrating investment. I hope that something comes up for you when you think of this question and that you allow your mind to just go there and to not shy away from these questions. Trust me, I want to, but I've been trying not to. Thanks so much for being here and I will see you or you will hear from me tomorrow. Bye everyone.